Hi there, it's Marcel. Before the show, this is a slightly unusual episode of Tic-Tac-Toe because Evan and I recorded it at a restaurant. Actually, we recorded it at a local Wendy's. And uh, so we're having this one over uh, poutine and, uh, and the salad and chicken sandwiches and whatever else. And uh, you'll hear lots of other interesting noises in the background. And I just wanted to explain up front why it sounds a little bit weird. Anyhow, enjoy the show. What's what you're having? Oh, I'm having the poutine, am I? I'm having yeah. the salad and the poutine? Yes. Okay. Hey, Evan. Hey, Marcel. <laughs> Okay, so in case anybody uh, is, uh, in case this actually ever makes it into an actual Honest to God podcast, um, this is an unofficial tic-tac-toe because uh, we were supposed to meet for lunch for a meeting with the LPI on some LPI stuff, but yeah, what turned out to happen is it was really loud and we decided we weren't going to do it. And then uh, we decided we were going to go find some other place to eat and we decided on a location and I went to look for my car and then disaster struck. Wasn't disaster. It was just an embarrassing <laughs> call to the police, and then an embarrassing call to undo the original call. Yes. Well, actually, the I don't know. Is it well, okay for just to? I suppose I should backtrack and explain what's happening here. And by the way, if you hear us, you know, sip and chew and stuff like that, it's because we finally met up at a really classy restaurant, uh, Wendy's, and um, this is uh, this is where we are right now. But being a Canadian Wendy's. Of course, we're having poutine. All right, there we go. I'm going to have a piece of poutine. Also known as french fries with gravy and cheese. So here's the thing. I parked my car, and I even told Google where my car was parked. This is actually, I'm going to blame Google for this, because when I tried to find out... Why are you out, pointing at me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no apologist for Google. Anyway, so, all right. So here's the thing. I went looking for my car, and it wasn't there. And I went like, I can't believe it. My car is gone. So I went looking for my car, and I couldn't see it. And I walked down the street, and there are no additional parking places to park on the street that I could see at this point. And I thought, good Lord. my And we're right in front of the parking lot where I thought there was supposed to be a parking lot. My car was parked on the street. I went to look for it. And first thing I did was I thought, it's been towed. I'm in a two-hour parking spot, and somebody thought I was there for more than two hours. So it was obviously towed. Well, as it turns out, uh, I called up the city and the city said, no, we, we don't know. We haven't towed any cars on that street today at all. So, so, um, so if it's a private company, then it's possible that you know, the police would know about it. So please call the police. So I call the police and I ask the police and they say, no, every time a car gets towed, we find out about it. Like if somebody is going to report it and we find out about it. And... Um, and uh, I said, well, the only alternative, then the only other alternative is that the car's been stolen. So I wind up filing a report for my stolen car, which, by the way, is a 2007 V6 Camry. It's, you know, at one time it was a hot car, but nowadays it's just, it's just old. <laughs> I, I can just see them right now rubbing their fingers trying to figure out how they're going to turn that into a hot rod and ship it to Dubai or something. <laughs> anyway. As it turns out, the car, as it turns out, well, and then you, and then I called you and I said, I'm not going to make our, you know, our lunch because, uh, 
I don't have a vehicle and you, you know, graciously agreed to rescue me and take me home so I could be there for my son when he gets home. And uh, unfortunately, what happened is, um, and oh, while we were, what are what are what are podcast co-hosts for? Well, I appreciate that. Thank you kindly. So anyway, so the um, so while while we were waiting for the police to arrive, because by then the the report has been filed, and they said we'll get somebody out there as soon as possible. Um, I say, you know what? I'm just going to keep walking down the street. Maybe I did something wrong. And as it turns out, you did something wrong. I did something wrong. Well, not not wrong necessarily, just absent-minded. <laughs> and I, I'm in no position to complain about anyone else being absent-minded. For me, some days is just a task to where the hell are the car keys. Oh, you gods. Actually, I have a terrible sense of direction anyway. In fact, my sense of direction, or I should say my lack of a sense of direction, is legendary. Like, it truly is. My wife... She, I rely on her to tell me where the car is parked in the parking lot. And when I go to the mall, like if I go to the grocery store or something, I park right at the end of the lot, as far away as I can. If there isn't a spot like right up front, directly out front of the store, I will park right at the end because you can't go any further than the end. And that way I know where my car is because it's at the end. She you just keep walking, and then there's That's car. right. Eventually, the car is there at the end of the parking lot. My wife, on the other hand, she's great. She knows exactly where she... Like, she's one of those people who has a map built in her head. You know, what I'm you know about those people? You have a map built in your head. You go somewhere once, and you know how to get there. Like, you have mapped it out. Yeah. She will go into someone's house, and then six months later, she will tell you, Oh, yes, you remember, you know, the, the living room was off on the right side, and there was a hallway, and there were two bedrooms at the end and stuff like that. And I'm going, like... We, we were in the house. Oh, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I thought you were going to say something like she knows exactly where they keep the jewelry. <laughs> she probably does, actually, when you come right down to it. Ah, so what have you been up to? You traveling? Yeah, um, yeah. part of the reason we're doing this is because uh, in a couple of days uh, I had off to join some of my LPI colleagues at a trade show in Seoul, Korea, which is... Uh, which is really nice. And I, far away. Uh, and, and far away. Another <laughs> one of those uh, 14 and a half hours in a moving tube at how many thousand feet high? All right. I expect to hear what movies we're playing when you get back. Yeah. And what diseases I caught from the circulating mm -hmm. air. That I don't need to know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So it's time on for, for, uh, for weird movies from Air Canada. Let's hope. And uh, it'll be the same, you know... Um, Chicken, ramen noodles, and we're really weird breakfast. Air Canada does the same thing for everybody. You almost make me want to not travel at all. If it was based on the food, nobody would want to travel. <laughs> so this is the first time we've actually been face-to-face -face recording this using this, this is true. cute little contraption Marcel has that has two microphones that point in opposite directions. Yeah, and that I just checked to make sure that it's actually recording. <laughs> I did that at the beginning, but given the kind of day that I've been having, I thought I should check again. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Anyway, so yeah, we didn't we didn't prep at all for this. Mm -mm. We had all sorts of stuff that we wanted to talk about about you know the the icons of open source fading away and needing a new generation of them, and uh, I figure we'll eventually get around to that. But I think right now it's just a matter of where our heads right now is just decompressing 
being cheerful for knowing where our cars are. Oh, man. And uh, still recovering from the holidays. I'm so embarrassed. I'm ah. You know, actually, I should be careful how I say that because I have made a career out of being embarrassed. <clears throat> As in, I'm, I spend a good deal of my time being embarrassed. So you'd think by now it would just be like, you know, chill, dude. Everything's all right. You know, I'm like the, I'm like the dude in The Great Lebowski. It's like, dude, just relax. You know, take it easy. It's all good. <laughs> we, I think between the two of us, we haven't said anything grossly embarrassing on this podcast. And we're up to, what, nine episodes? Well, this would be number ten if it, if it actually makes it out the door. <laughs> nine, nine and a half. This is not going to be, this is not going to be a full up. We don't get to do our... Our wonderful takedown of pop culture. Oh, sure. Actually, that's right. I was going to tell you about movies that I've been watching and stuff like that. Actually, Sally and I have started watching a new series on, on Netflix. Oh, speaking of Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, it's not like I watched the Golden Globes, but did you see the Ricky Gervais takedown of everybody? I loved it. I loved it. And it was almost as neat to watch every now and then. The camera was pointing around to other people in the audience, and they were into that sort of you can't say that mode, and Gervais is going, I don't care, screw all of you. I can't, you know, you guys hired me. You knew, uh, you know, they know what Gervais is like. They oh know God. what he's going to do, and he gave it to them. Oh, he, I mean, he gave form. it, oh, like both barrels, man. I mean, it was, it was actually a little embarrassing for some of those. I mean, it was embarrassing to watch some of those people, like Tim Cook, Apple Tim Cook. Mm-hmm. He says, Apple's, you know, gotten in the streaming service business now, and, and um, they've got this great show, you know, which is about, you know, trials and triumphs or whatever the hell it was or something mm-hmm. like that. He says, which is ironic coming from a company that hires sweatshop labor, you know, children in sweatshops in China. <laughs> and you, mm-hmm. could, you could see Tim Cook going like, ooh. <laughs> yes. Or, you know, the one thing you all have in common is a fear of Rowan Farrell, you know. Anyway, it, it, it was just a, a, a really nice night. So what are you watching on Netflix, given we've had absolutely no prep before doing this? Exactly. Well, we started watching something called The Order. Did you ever watch Buffy? Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Off and on. Never got too deep into the plot, but bits and pieces I saw were entertaining. I've seen all of Buffy, like the entire, the entire series. In fact, uh, my wife and I watched the entire series all the way through twice. That's how much we liked it. All seven seasons of it. The Order is kind of a... Um, it's, it's got a Buffy feel to it in the sense that it takes place at... Uh, in this case, it's a college or university. Actually, it's a university. And, um, and of course, there's magic and monsters and, you know... Of course. And, and people that need to be dispatched, you know, because they're evil in some way, shape, or form. It's, it's, a, it's actually... It's actually pretty good. I mean, at the moment, we're both really enjoying it. We're at six episodes into it. People that need to be dispatched? Killed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sounds like Dexter. Work with me on (laughs) Work with me here, buddy. When you say the order, you say order, and all I'm thinking right now is John Burko in the British Parliament going, order, order, and all that stuff, which he's not going to be doing anymore because he's gone, but... It was probably the most entertaining thing about watching the UK Parliament in 2019, otherwise really depressing. Well, the Order in this case is a secret society that has learned to manipulate, you know, chaos into order. Well, they call it order. My wife isn't so isn't quite convinced. She, when they said that, he said, we bring order to chaos. She said, yeah, quite the opposite, actually. 
because of course they're the bad guys or at least the central figure who's kind of a David Koresh sort of figure. Well, the bad guys never claim to be bad guys. In some cases, it's sort of, you know, it's like a country calling itself People's Republic. Yeah, they, they think they're, you know, I mean, all the bad guys like to think that they're the good guys. Actually, every once in a while, it's refreshing, you know, when you get a bad guy who, yeah, I'm bad. <laughs> yeah, most of them are saying, if I get my way, the, the world will, will have order under me and it will, you know, we'll get rid of all wars because I'll kill anyone who thinks of it. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I mean, it does seem to have a little bit of a Stranger Things vibe to it, does it? What's interesting about it, and spoiler alert, by the way, if you decide to go watch the show, is it turns out in this case that the werewolves, who, yes, do kill people and so forth, are actually the good guys in the series. So now you've got actual monsters who are who are the ones that are basically trying to take down this evil organization. So it's actually... An interesting take because something that's historically shown as you know a monstrous right. creature um, is actually not bad. And of course, they, they make fun of a lot of the tropes. It's like you know, it's like silver bullets. Like, come on. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, I don't know too much about the genre, but I mean, I seem to recall that there's all sorts of like werewolves versus vampires kind of things. There are, and well, there's a series of movies. Uh, is it the Underworld series? Is that what it is? The Underworld series? That's way below my generation. Oh, is it? <laughs> Who are you talking to here? <laughs> Where the werewolves are all eye candy and. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Especially I mean, with vampires lately. I mean, with me, it's all been catching up on, on old stuff. Over the holidays, we went to some friends and we basically binged watch a bunch of Black Mirror episodes. Hmm. Which is, to me, really nice, especially since there are no particular sequence to them. You can watch them out of order. There's no necessary. There's no continuity between the episodes, and um, I, I mean, watching them all back to back, there are definitely a lot of common themes. You know, the idea of of computer memory being what will do you in, and that kind of thing. And, Definitely. The evils of AI and robotics well, there? It's, it's not a particularly nice view of, of AI. Hmm. You know, that uh, computer intelligence will hurt you more than it'll help you. Eh, it's interesting. Uh, and, uh, you know, also been either catching up or re-watching old episodes of stuff. Uh, but, yeah. You know, we tried actually... Um, <clears throat> I'm going to have to go back and watch Black Mirror on my own at some point. Um, but, you know, th th there are rules as to what you can and cannot watch with your partner or your wife, right? So in, in, in our case, it's the same thing. It's like these are the shows that we watch together. But we tried watching Black Mirror. And uh, the first episode was the one oh, with the politician and the pig. Yes, the problem with Black Mirror is the very first episode is the most gross thing you can think of. Yeah, well, after that, she said, okay, I don't need to watch another episode. <laughs> exactly. So did, so did my wife. And the problem is you start off with this most gross episode, and then you watch a few more and say, okay, they're all, they all have this Twilight Zone vibe to them, but they're not quite... They're not quite as gross. And then the job comes, come back in. They're not all as bad as that one was. Well, one of the things that I've heard people talk about is the idea that it's a, you know, the idea of the black mirror. I've even heard the argument that, you know, it's the cell phone. And the cell phone is kind of a black mirror. You hold it up to you and you can see yourself reflected in it. You know, however you want to look at that. 
Um, but in the case of that first episode, there's nothing particularly technological about that first episode. It just seems like, you know, somebody trying to... Yes, there is a social media thing, you know, and they're, they're right. publishing it. But, but that doesn't seem to be particularly central to it. I mean, that episode could have been done without, you know, mass media technology. Well, there was uh, no beyond futurism. television. There was no futurism to it. And it no. was basically saying, based on the tech and social media and whatever that exists today, all of this could happen. But the, few, the other episodes of Black Mirror start to get into a little bit more dystopian things about, you know, implants in your body that allow you to see things that you weren't going to see otherwise or record your life and things like that. Yeah, and apparently there's a one that's like a Star Trek episode or something. That one sounds kind of cool. Yes, and I really don't want to give too much away, but there's quite a few recurring episodes that deal with does a virtual, does a virtual, looking at the world from the point of view of a virtual character inside a game. And there's a number of Black Mirror episodes that have that theme. And it's it's quite interesting. You know, does, you know, when you're just shooting all these people in a in a first-person shooter, right? Did they have families? <laughs> you know, I play a lot of video games, as you know, and I play a lot of them with my son as well. <clears throat> and I'm a big fan of the simulation theory, or, you know, the simulation argument. The are we living in a computer simulation thing? And, of course, um, I don't discount it. I think that it may very well be the case. However, I'm going to live my life as though it's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> Up until the time when we get rebooted, and maybe we'll have today rebooted, so I don't have to go through that embarrassing episode. But nevertheless, it's an argument that that actually has some has some merit. And if it turns out that there is some amount of consciousness in in every form of simulated intelligence, which is you know a big stretch. Have you ever played The Sims? Yes. Okay. Uh, there's a tablet version called The Sims Free Play. Oh no, uh, sorry. Yeah, the Sims Free Play, but there's also a um, uh, SimCity. Thank right. you, SimCity on the tablet. And every once in a while, you see these little pop-up bubbles of you know people having discussions inside your city. And one of the ones that would pop up every once in a while was, "What if we're just little simulated people inside a video game?" <laughs> and then the bubble next to it pops up and says, "Nah, <laughs> never happened." I, I mean, I really like the Sims. <coughs> But I take it from the I, I, the side I like is from the wannabe urban planner, mm. right? Where you get to say, well, I want my subways here, and I want my apartments here, and I want my buildings here, and then you get to see how much everyone's pissed off with how you've mangled the traffic flow. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I do I do love simulation things like that, where you can build whatever kind of a world that you want, you know, and lay things out in whatever fashion you like. And things that don't necessarily make any sense. And they become somewhat specialized, right? Like there's apps you can get for Android that's sort of like airport manager or train station mm -hmm. manager mm -hmm. or, you know. But they, I'm waiting one day for them to do like bowling, man, bowling alley manager, right? You <laughs> know, no, lane five is free, you know. <laughs> that's probably not far from true. Well, they have these restaurant things where... You are a restaurant owner. You open up a little coffee shop, and all you sell is coffee and donuts. That's the only thing. You have two items on your menu. And as it goes on, you add tables, and you expand the menu, and you mm -hmm. hire staff, and you do all this sort of stuff. So so there are definitely simulations that will go all the way in terms of, you know, um, how big this place can actually get, obviously within the confines of you're running a coffee shop or you're running whatever it is. But at a certain point, don't you want to... Like, isn't the response, like, isn't real life 
mundane enough without, you know, let's make a game out of it. What's funny about that statement is that that's 100% true. Okay, and a lot of these games, it's like, let's talk about The Sims, for instance. You actually tell them to go to the bathroom. Now wash your hands. Now take a shower. All these things, like literally, you are micromanaging every aspect of their lives. It's incredible. And or from the other point of view, playing God. There is no free will. You get to say what everyone does. Well, yeah, you can but get really philosophical. Yeah, about but it. true, you can. But I would think that God would get exceedingly bored if he had to direct, you know, he or she or it or whatever had to direct every single action, including, okay, now it's time for you to go to the bathroom. Well, I don't know about that. There's a um, there's a, a video game that I, I... We talked about the Stadia thing that I picked up. And one of the games that it came with, Introduction, was something called Farm Simulator 2019. And what is interesting about that is, A, I had never played Farm Simulator. And I made cracks about it. And people were saying, are you kidding? It's an awesome game. And it's like, excuse me? And you have a tractor and a field, and you mow the field. No, what do you do? You uh, till the field. You till mm -hmm. the soil. You plant seeds. The stuff grows. You take care of it. You're literally running a farm and raising crops and stuff like this. And it's like, this is a game, and part of it involves driving the tractor in relatively straight lines so that you can, so that you can prepare this field. Like... Like, this is a video game, and they're like people who think this thing is awesome. Meanwhile, and, real farmers are thinking, you're all idiots. Well, but, and, and I don't get it. I mean, I look at it and I go, like, how is this an exciting thing to play? But now I have to admit, I suck at driving the tractor, so maybe that's part of my problem. But someone else jumped in. I, was, I, made, I made a joke about it on social media, and somebody else piped in and said, uh, Oh, no, no, that's a great game. You know, you just have to sort of get into it. It's like another one that you should really try is like truck driving simulator. Like there's actually a game where like the whole thing is driving a semi from one place to another. It's like, really? <laughs> so meanwhile, now, you know, we can go back and worry about, you know, whether when we send off 50,000 soldiers in an RPG into, into battle and few of them actually come back whether you've sentenced all these people you've actually sentenced all these people who have a granted limited consciousness theoretically but you know they had like you said maybe they had families maybe they had homes <laughs> but they're gone now you've destroyed our virtual world well reboot <laughs> <laughs> which reboot. is also the f name of one of my favorite old animated mm. shows but maybe that's a different story that was a great show I love that wasn't it Canadian? It was. I actually have a plastic... Um, I have two, actually. I have two plastic um, megabyte figures. One is about six inches tall or so, and the other one is like about 12 inches tall. And, um, you know, fully articulated and so forth, you know, with the spikes that come out of the gloved hand. We're going to have to put some... It's great some stuff, man. If, if there's any of it on YouTube, we're going to have to put some links. That thing is classic. There was a reboot of Reboot. Um, of course. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I'm trying to remember exactly when it was. But they updated the animation and some of the stories or whatever. I don't think the reboot ever lasted particularly long, and I don't think it captured the attention of people the same way the original did. Well, you know, when you say they updated the animation, I mean, there's part of me that thinks that part of the appeal of what that show was was its particular nature and style of animation and the fact that it wasn't hyper-realistic. 
may have added to its charm rather than taking you know, away. In some ways, I actually thought that the new animation I thought was poorer than the original, which is saying something. Well, yeah, I am. I don't know. I, there's there's not a whole lot of, of modern animation that I watch except for the stuff that's deliberately bad. Like when you think of, you know, the animation used in South Park, right? And a lot of, like a lot of the uh, or Teen Titans or whatever. I mean, they're not trying to be realistic. Teen they're, Titans go. Oh, I confess. <clears throat> I confess that sometimes you really do have to give things a second try. And a perfect example of that is South Park. Right. I could not understand for the life of me why anyone watched South Park. In fact, I couldn't understand for the life of me why anyone watched Simpsons. And then you start watching a few episodes and you go, this is actually quite clever. It's not just clever as well. It actually takes chances with storylines and with ideas that nothing else would in the same way. Well, like all decent comedy, there's a number of really, really good hits. And to get there, though, they had to do a lot of misses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for instance, the episode they did on Scientology mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise not wanting to not wanting to come out of the closet. And what was a Jay-Z coming I rem- out? I remember that, a, yes. Put a cap in your ass or something. Um, Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, I'm just kidding. It might be a direct quote. If it is, we can get away with it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, we did not have South, uh, We did not have Simpsons in our house for the longest time while the kids were growing up. Yeah. And I half see the point of it, but a lot of it's harmless. You know, we, we, we actually struggle with that right now. We have a 12-year-old. <clears throat> we have a 12-year-old who... Um, who Every once in a while, we'll be discussing something or other, and one of us will invariably turn to him and say, you're still too young for that. We'll, 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 we'll let you watch that in a couple of years. <laughs> and, and, of course, I, I don't know if I'm, being, if I'm being crazy, because, of course, if I try to think back to what I was like as a 12-year-old, like, I, I can't think that I, I'll put an awful lot of limits on what I watched or what I read or... Granted, there wasn't anything quite as risque on television at that point. Yeah. But um, but certainly reading material, it's like I mean I read everything, and and yet and yet now as a grown up adult, knowing full well what I was like, you know I worry about what my twelve year old is <laughs> is involved in or reading. I agree with you. Um, but so what we've what what I've been doing over the holidays is I've been looking at a whole bunch, going back to some older shows. So uh, one that's uh, caught my interest is called Drunk History. No, <laughs> okay. And it's a phenomenal. It's a phenomenal concept where they basically take a real historian, get them drunk. Oh my god! And that historian starts telling a story. Like one of the, the latest one I heard was like of the Wright brothers and their sister, who is really the unsung hero of okay. what they were doing. And to hear this drunk historian tell the story, and they've got celebrities and actors yeah. that are acting it out mouthing the words of the historian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when the historian is saying, oh, damn, I just spilled my drink, the actors that are in the middle of the story okay, are so doing the same where thing. Where do I find this show? I'm going to have to check it out. It's called Drunk History. I, well, I understand that, but where, um, where, where did you find it? I found it, it, I found it online. There might be some episodes. Oh, okay, so, on, it's, so, so it wasn't like There this. might be some episodes on YouTube. Um, it's still running. I forget what network is on. We'll, we'll put links in, but... Uh, it's 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 interesting. It's not everyone's cup of tea. If you like your history, you know, straight laced and accurate, this is not the show for you. Well, in that case, then I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend a uh, another history thing, 
I'm going to recommend another podcast for you. Okay? This is one of my favorites. I love this thing. I absolutely love and adore this thing. It's fantastic. It's called Something True. That's actually what it's called, Something True. And it's a podcast, of, you know, uh, that brings out stories from the backwaters of history. And they may even say it that way. And it's really quite silly. They're told in, like, they're accurate. They're, they're real stories of mm-hmm. things that actually happen. But they're told in a way that's quite silly using modern speech. You know, um, okay, so I'm hearing, I'm thinking a lot of parallels between this and drunk history. So you watch mine, I'll listen to yours, right. and we'll compare notes. All right, sounds like a good idea. And believe it or not, this is where we're going to have to wrap it up because i got to get home and i got to get to my kid and and, uh, and uh, be a dad. And we've conveniently finished eating too. And That's we haven't true. made too much noise. We haven't made it. too much noise. Well, we're going to find out. This, this is an interesting experiment, especially since we're at Wendy's of all places. <laughs> And not very busy Wendy's, which has actually worked out well for us. That's true. That's true. All right. It's a wrap. It is. Until next time. Hi. This is Marcel, after the show. If you like what Evan and I are doing here, there are many ways that you can help support the podcast. The most important and easiest of them all is just to tell your friends, family, dog, cat, goldfish, enemies, just tell everybody about the podcast and have them listen as well. You can also review it on Anchor.fm or Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you happen to listen to podcasts. If you have a blog, you can blog about it. If you have your own podcast, hey, that would be cool. If you have your own podcast, you could actually talk about our podcast and your podcast. If you're going to do that, by the way, you should let us know because, hey, we'd like to listen too. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.